What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Shibori Wuchege, the chocolate monster, the African wizard. And you're now tuned into the Alcohol Winners podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have some special guests with me. Are we started? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 I thought we were just testing out the audio. Yeah, now you do the show. Yeah. Guys, nobody drink charms now, Alcohol Winners. <laughs> all right, all right. Shy your charms. Shy your charms. you, they drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Get my own juice right here. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm here with my boy Corey Day. Corey Day is in the building. Corey Day, how far now? How far, man? How everybody day, man? Um, uh, funny <laughs> shit. So we're recording prior to this, and Corey Day was supposed to be part of that recording. Um, His battery died. His phone died on his way here. So he was outside for like an hour <laughs> looking for a charger. <laughs> Going on an adventure <laughs> looking for a charger just to be able to text and say, I'm outside. Bro, <laughs> funny as shit. We, we thank God that you're here now. Better late than never. Now. Man, thank God, man. <laughs> and uh, to my left, I have two very special guests, you know, who uh, I've had the uh, good fortune of knowing, you know, and uh, I'd like to think of them as, as brothers, you know, in a way as well. Uh, introduce yourselves, please. Shout out to my people. Uh, my name is F.A. Uh, Iyari. And what do I say about myself? I would say, you know, uh, an entrepreneurial. I love, you know, music, art, you know, fashion, things that are just like trendy um, and stuff like that. What I presently do is I have an event company that I run. It's called People of Culture. And um, I'm pretty much into the entertainment space, the culture space. And I really love to gather like, you know, bright black folks in the room and talk about interesting things overall uh that's pretty much it about me nice one nice one well and then uh on my far left yeah i mean as a podcast host myself i, I know when a host is saying introduce yourself that's because they forgot your name like they don't know who you <laughs> are your name again, <laughs> so like introduce yourself <laughs> it's okay i know his name no sir like, right. you know, don't worry i just didn't feel like doing the but yeah, if you and Nosa are brothers, right? I don't know if you can tell that they look alike. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I've known if since last year when Nosa introduced me to him, and I've known Nosa since man, how long have we known each other? Nosa, like what two? Ah, three couple years, years. yeah, yeah, maybe a couple three, of years, three years, yeah, maybe. Been, uh, yeah, about three. three years or so. Yeah, um, Nosa was the brain, uh, even though he doesn't like to take credits for it, um. Uh, behind pod break which is like a podcast collective you know of uh, different african uh, podcasters and content creators uh you put this you know dope 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 thing together last year and uh, it was hosted in chicago um and we made a lot of great content uh with the help of my boy tone and of course Remeli as well but mostly tone was on site and we you know really did some really great stuff um and then of course fa is also you know in the entertainment space and he had an event last year that i went to um so it's nice to have you guys on because i think this is no actually no has been on podcast before but just not in person it was like a remote episode um if has never been on the podcast so you know it's nice to have you guys on like physically for the first time appreciate it appreciate it thanks for having us uh glad to be here for sure no absolutely absolutely uh, Shout out to the. Hope the you guys crew, have nice crew. fans, though. No thirty BG stuff in my <laughs> comment section. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, our fans are—they're very reasonable people. All right, yeah. they're very, oh, very reasonable. 
reasonable people fortunately they're reasonable like the host uh, <laughs> yeah we don't have no l- uh, lunatics or anything like that so yeah, thank god yeah I, yeah I think i'd say we're pretty, pretty cool um so welcome to the best nigerian podcast in the world uh, to kick things off man first of all you can see things the vibe is different you know i have my peach juice zero percent alcohol by the way <laughs> orange juice orange juice that's what that is I thought it was oh, it says peach on the back. Strawberry oh. juice. <laughs> peach and orange. Ah. Man. Um sure, what's been going on, man? Music, first of all. Um Um New Cats. I've been the reason one buying one new cats recently. Meow. <laughs> but I don't know. Oh well, yes. I don't uh, know where I go find out. <laughs> speaking of being the best Nigerian podcast in the world, I, I do want to give credit to you know the other up and comers. You know the new the new folks. We call them new cats, right? Like the I said what I said podcast. <laughs> them, them them loose talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like them young niggas. Yeah, they find trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All the young people coming up, you know, that are learning work from us. We appreciate you um, uh, for you know uh, being inspired by what it is that we do. Right, but somebody that's also into giving credit is David Do, you know, which is, I think is something that people love about him. Um, in a in a recent interview, I think somewhere in Paris or something, he was talking about how um, he was picking up, you know, the new people like Burner Boy, Rema, Fire Boy, Ashake, you know, as people that are taking the culture to the next level. And people seem to th- disagree with that. And then there were other people that are like, well, no, actually, Burner Boy is a new cat. Right? Where do you guys stand in on that part of the conversation? Is Burner Boy a new cat or not? And what makes one a new cat? <coughs> new, ki- new kitty. Um, I don't see. I was having this conversation with uh, Taiwo. You know Taiwo, mm-hmm. and it was uh, I was at a barbecue yesterday. Taiwo, by the way, is the biggest Davido fan that we know. Uh, biggest, yeah. biggest fan, and he was even more so on the side of trying to defend burner and he was always defending burner like saying that burner wasn't a new cat and mm-hmm. what davido was trying to say or what he misconstructed was basically saying that oh after me and whiskey you know blew up then mm-hmm. came burner boy and all this other uh new artists so mm-hmm. i don't feel like burner boy is a new cat right mm-hmm. uh when the video came out uh somebody had said man look at the video man davido looks like he's on the influence under the influence and stuff i don't think he's in his right mind i don't see i didn't see that one so. like he know he knew what he was saying and he played right into it. So part of me believes like he was probably just trying to rhyme the names and it was just like, hey, banana boy, fire boy, yeah, Joe boy, all of them. And he wasn't like meaning no disrespect to Bonner boy. I don't know. I get it like how Bonner could take it as an offensive, uh, offensive remark or whatever it may be, but I don't think he meant it in that offensive way. Like everybody knew when Bonner came on and stuff. Like he's not a new cat, right? Yeah. Uh, did he blow at the blow up at the same time that Davido and Whiskey blew up? No, but shortly after he was able to kind of like you know start his own thing and you know come up in the music scene and stuff. But if I'm burning like you know pay no attention to it, it's just Davido talking and you know just let it just let it go, man. Just make music, man. That's it. Mm. What do you guys think about that? Man, I, I don't know. For me, like to be honest, I f- first things first. I think people who should be having that new cat conversation are people like LD. Two Face, how do you mean, Charlie Boy? Like, oh, like they, oh, they yeah, the OGs, the, so yeah, they the, should the, be the OGs that. should be uh, the one who, are, who should have said that. Maybe not Davido, but um, 
I can see how David though, because you know, even though seemingly they started the same time, kind of maybe a year apart at most, David though did get famous much much faster than than Bernard. So he maybe he felt like he arrived first before Bernard came along, and that's why he categorized him as new guy. But you know, given what Bernard has done over the last 10 years uh, i can see how it's a little disrespectful to kind of like put him in the same category as like like some of those other guys as well but you know i i I don't think he like meant anything malicious like the way the conversation was flowing i think he just rolled off his tongue tongue like Corey they said like i don't think it was like intentional or anything that's my opinion though i don't know okay okay yeah yeah yeah, first of all i'd like to say i think david o is kind of like j cole in a sense for the nigerian music industry and when i say j cole please don't misconstrue for the 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 rap thing i'm talking about like david is like the middle child mm. of the nigerian industry mm. like the lds and mm. like also I mentioned the two faces mm. they are like our ogs they are like the in the jay-z level mm-hmm. of like okay we're aging towards retirement we have left it out new ki- kids on the block are like the rebels fireboy joe boy Whereas David Doe, it's, it's kind of like that middle child where when Two-Face, LD, and all these other guys were raining, David Doe David was just coming to the scene. Great. So it's sort of the way where Jay-Z was like, you know, already on the top of his game and J. Cole was coming into the mm-hmm. scene. Great. So David Doe currently maintains that middle child, you know, um, uh, position in the Nigerian music space. So now as far as the whole new cut discussion or conversation, I personally just feel like, yeah, I don't think there was any malice intention um, behind it. People are just kind of like, you know, Nigerians now. They always take it out, misconstrue it um, for whatever reason or yeah. things like that. Yeah. However, I do take a slight, like I said, there was no malicious intention. But while all, all, the only reason why I could see how people could, like, you know, be, get offended was if you had just, okay, new cast, like, I don't know how he would have said it though. Let me not try and speak. <laughs> Let me not try and speak for him. The only way but he, if he excluded Bernard Boy from the maybe he's exactly. a different animal, like a new dog. Uh, no, no, just <laughs> new dogs. He just had like uh, what's it called? He he mentioned like Mr. Easy. The people he mentioned and put Bernard though, I don't think Bernard fit in that category. It's like you, you mentioned Mr. Easy in that piece. He didn't. I think he. You, maybe you, you maybe just did. You just did. All right. Maybe maybe it's me personally. I missed it. But there were uh, there were people. He ma- there were the new school people. He mentioned like the Remas and the rest of them. I'm like yeah. you can't add Bonaboy in that equation. It's like what you did. If you remember in high school, then when we would like choose the odd one out, it's kind of like <laughs> Bonaboy's name should not have been there. Bonaboy's right. name was kind of like the odd one out. But again, right, right. was it malicious? Was it like a, oh I'm trying to get at him and feel like I'm bigger? I feel like personally. From my experience on like how I follow David Doe's journey, I'm not like a huge fan of David Doe, like oh my god, I worship him, but I do enjoy his music and I do respect him as an artist. But at the same time, I've never seen him necessarily pull other artists down. He's not he doesn't have that in his character to be like, mm. I'm bigger than you, I'm like this, I'm like, you know, he's really, really brought people up. He's really been very humble. Right. And a lot of people say that about him. So that speaks to the kind of character that you know he has so he is i don't think he came from a place of like oh i'm bigger than everybody and nobody even if you want grammy that's for your pocket i don't think it, it came from that direction no i agree with that because I, I actually even posted on twitter after i saw the video i was like because of the context of i mean we know that they're beefing right we know things like you know femme was kind of like a response to burner boy you know what burner boy has said about the video in the past so watching it is like okay, it feels like he was being shady, 
But I was watching, like, watching the video, watching his body language, his facial expression, it didn't seem like, I didn't, I didn't, like, hear any malicious intent. It didn't feel, you know, it seemed that it didn't really feel like he was purposely trying to be disrespectful. Now, if he was trying to be disrespectful, he played that very, very well, because I didn't, I didn't catch that from watching that video. Um, I think he was just, like you said, I think he was just thinking about from the fact that, okay, when we're talking about this generation of the, the so-called top two or top three, Right, it was Whiskey David Doe, and then Brenner Boy didn't really start being put into that list until like much later, as far as like the so-called Big Three are concerned, right? Because for the longest time it was what David Doe against Whiskey, mm. that was the only thing. Then I think by, I want to say by maybe like 2018 when that uh, the outside uh, mixtape dropped, <coughs> then we now started hearing people being like, "Oh, is Whiskey? Is David Doe? Brenner Boy? Whatever, whatever order." They started putting him in that top three list. So David Doe might be looking at it as far as like, okay. Right. You know, this is where what it is. Now I'm sure, you know, the reason why people are upset is because they're looking at looking at things and like they, you know, Brenner Boy was in some of David Doe's old videos. David Doe has known him for a long time. So it's not like he just started out. Right. Right. So he now started that whole conversation of well, how can he be a new cat when he's been grinding, you know, maybe just as long as David Doe has. But I think again, David Doe was coming from a place of when these guys blew up right speaking of top three though like a lot of people leave olamide out of that conversation for because he's reason. a rapper bruh like <laughs> it's because I, he's I don't i don't care what what he is like those three guys like like olamide's career can rival any of those guys number one number two the number of people olamide has put on mm. and the, his yeah. influence on the industry i don't yeah. think 30 bg or Starboy or or um spaceship have put on yeah they, they that like, amount of art I, I think we can say olamide is the most influential nigerian artist mm -hmm. yep. but when we talk about a so-called big three we're talking about singers that one is just i think it's just a given yep. right if it wasn't the case olamide would be probably like what he would be the big three yeah. before you now get to a burner right i think there's they're mostly even talking about the singers just because of that's what is that yeah. was our that was our pop culture yeah you yeah i'm saying that's, I think that's pop culture because that's what's more popular like yeah. the yeah. the popularity like when when you ask people now it's like oh who do you listen to like even people that are not even uh nigerian they're like oh i know alamide i know i mean sorry i not know alamide, whiskey boy alamide is like last Thought like people don't even include him in the you names mean internationally, yeah. internationally, yeah, on the international yeah, that, stage. So um, so I think for that reason, it's just like um, that pop culture and the popularity of the names that are out there and be mar that are being marketed um, by um, our media and whatever um, makes people not really give all that you know that third position um, when they talk about the top three in Nigeria. But mm -hmm. it should definitely be up there. Um, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe I don't know if it's this genre of music, the type of music he puts mm. out, because he is obviously locally and in West Africa and like even externally past that. I feel like Olamide's name is obviously recognized. It's just when it comes to like you know the UK market, US market. I feel like yeah, people know him, but it's just still trying to like come to terms. They're more, you know, what honestly. You can't take away anything from him because he's yeah. a kingmaker for sure. Fireboy, yeah, Ashake, sure. those two are killing sure. the game. So I would honestly, if I was to pick, I would rather be a kingmaker because that's a legacy you can really leave behind than, oh, I was popular and who's people popping, know my yeah. name. Who is popping? Like, you know, because that's very fleeting. You can be hot today and tomorrow you're not hot. But the people that you're able to bring, and Olamide is someone that can 
I will give him his props for it, being able to groom artists and positioning artists for success. No, and, I absolutely and agree. Fantastic businessman too as well. People don't don't <laughs> know that like yep. he he knows the music business. He knows how to like, especially with the success that doesn't come easy. Yep. Like for you to break a lot of artists like that, not one, not two, not three, not four. They've broken multiple artists. It's it's definitely like a, the science behind that, like a sweet business model behind that yeah. that people don't understand as well. Yeah, and, but that's that's the thing about being influential. Not not these influencer people they talk about for social media, but like <laughs> in the real world, that's the thing about being influential. A lot of times you're not really the face of mm. the things that you influence, right? You're in the background and you're pulling strings, right? Because you don't know Alamide, but you know Ashake. You don't know Alamide, but you know Adekunle Group. You don't know Alamide, but you know Fireboy. Young John. You know, yeah, right. Young John is another person that is Luke now, Cash, like, he's an artist now. Yeah. You the know. names go on and nah, on. Even, you forget Lil Kesh first. I'm talking about international now. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't know Alamide, because a lot of people outside Nigeria or Africa, they don't know Alamide. The way that they know Whiskey or, you know, David Doe, Burner Boy. Right? But again, I'm, I'm saying, like, if you don't know him, you know people that are products of him his work right when we also talk about influence i'd like to also i'd also like to put mi up there too yeah he's not as influential he's not half as influential as olami deal but he's done something for for example the first time i ever heard of a whiskey was on mi's first album and most people yeah yeah Yeah, fast money fast cars i was like who's this guy i didn't even know what whiskey looked like maybe like a year or two later whiskey put out that i think that was more banky play though i think then banky plug him to, to Banky might have plugged him, but for but for Mi to actually put him on, like nobody knows. He this gave guy. him the chance, right? You get what I'm saying? Like Mi right. gave him the chance. Like there are, mm-hmm. there are a few other artists and rappers that I found out about through, you know, like Mi's illegal music mixtapes and that kind of thing. Um, so just being able to put people or just influence as far as like how Mi was mainstream. Do you guys remember just how like Mi was on the radio like that? Like he was really when rap wasn't really the main the main thing. Mi just came and he was like Nigel's Lil Wayne. Yeah. You know, right. and he was popping and he was like, he was getting a lot of features, you know, at a time when rappers were not the most popping acts, you know. So I think that's something, as far as influence is concerned, now it's not as relevant now, but that's something that, that's history that we cannot erase, you know. Um, so again, back to this whole new kind of thing, I, I don't think on the surface, uh, I, I don't think Burner Boy is a new cat per se. But I could see some arguments for him being a new cat, just based on okay, when did you blow up internationally, versus a whiskey and David do that? Okay, a lot of people, even if they didn't have beats like that too, they heard something about those two guys, versus Burner Boy who came later in the scene. But it doesn't even matter because now he's in the same conversation as the two of them. Mm-hmm. Right, facts. You know, um, but the whole thing that another <laughs> thing that's funny to me is you know he went from like David has been friends with these two guys at some point in his life. We've seen that publicly. Then he became a Whiskey and Burner Boy are now best friends and they're anti Davido. Now Whiskey and Davido are friends. <laughs> and Davido is shading Burner. Of course Whiskey is not going to really say anything publicly, but you know, I just think it's pretty interesting how uh this cookie uh crumbles. But speaking of Burner Boy, that last single Wayne dropped, man, you know really Oh, the one that he sampled um that one is like a new one. Sit, sitting on top of the world. Yeah, yeah somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <coughs> that's garbage. Yo, man, I won't say it's garbage. Yo, hey, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's yeah. let's call it what it is, man. That's that's not. I, I feel like what it is is he was trying to replicate the success of uh, the Tony Braxton um, sample. Really? Uh, but that's last, the worst. For last, last. 
I think he he, he looked at them and was trying to ride that wave. Which mm-hmm. comments, com- uh, you know, kudos to him. There is nothing uh, wrong with that, but it just didn't have. The, it's not looking like it has the same impact, and that's fine too as well because I feel like sometimes we we should be careful of not putting on due pressure on artists. It's like a it's like a, a process. People like that, you know, you you can't always have it like ga 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 hit hit upon hit upon. At some point, it'll be like it's like a wave. You know, there's some songs, you know, it goes, it hits, it punches, everybody loves you for it. Yeah. You know, it, it goes a long way. Then there's some songs that will take a little, like, you know, backseat or not really be as punchy as this thing. Right. I think where the problem is, is sometimes you also have to let some of these songs go organically. Like, Bona Boy Night is at the top of his world. So they're pushing these songs everywhere. Like, I'm in the car driving on the radio. They're playing the, the the sample of sitting on top of the world, like, 10 times, 15 times, and like they're trying to like force it and push it, mm-hmm. and that's why you never give people realization. Like, nah, you know, this yeah, is sometimes yeah, yeah. you have to be very actually, careful with those type of like heat promotions. Like, you just like let me put it out there and let everybody like. I I, I, mean? I actually like the song. I just oh. think I just think it's the artist. I felt I feel like if it's a regular artist I released that it would be like a good song, but because Berna just set the bar so high, high it it's mm. difficult it to it just. Did surpass it every time like you can do it once every two years three years but it's difficult to surpass it every single time i also think as a burner boy it's for burner boy from my perspective it'll be so difficult it's difficult for burner boy to make music because a davido can make straight afrobeat a whiskey can make straight (coughs) afrobeat everyone else can make straight afrobeat burner's fans are so diverse Mm. there are people in the uk there are white people there are asian people there are nigerians there are this that he has to make something that blends across so many cultures so like yeah so if it's not like authentic to the core afrobeats the, the afrobeats people will be alienated but maybe his fans in asia will be cool with it yeah, but this right, is like he's trying to bring so many people together that he has to just really pick his beats and his lyrics and everything mm. to sound melodious but still has meaning but still has that african cultural but still can rock with hip-hop but still can do reggae but still can do all these things and it's difficult to do that, but unless you're burner, I guess, because maybe it comes naturally. Yeah, a few artists like that. No, you're 100% right. There are a few artists that have... I can't remember who I was listening to on, like, The Breakfast Club. That did, was it The Breakfast Club? It was one of the, I think it was The Breakfast Club. And I can't just remember who it was, but they did mention that they have, like, a diverse fan base. Beyonce. That, yeah, someone like Beyonce will be, like, maybe fit into that character. They have such a huge, diverse fan base. It's, like, it's hard to be, like, oh... This is the pattern of music I'll make, or the style, or the genre. You have to like be very different. No, absolutely. Uh, but speaking of OGs and new cats, man, one OG that I feel like uh, has not really held it down the best recently is One Day Cool. <laughs> With that album that he dropped. Legend or no legend? Yeah, no legend. Yeah, no comment. Yeah. There one. should have been a question mark at the end of that title, man. no legend. That's disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what I was expecting when the album came out. Um, I don't know. I think I, I don't know what sound I was expecting, but it was not that right. Mm. Um, it had some good songs on it that you could play. Um, then he had some songs that were just like. Eh. You know, just that it, it didn't have no ginger. There was nothing in no, there. No, no, like, no, only one song where did you play for that whole <laughs> album, bro. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. Like uh, at this point, it's like, what are we even looking for from One Day Cold? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Um, right. We've already have his classics, the one that he's started to drop the mixtapes and stuff. But at this point in his career, are we really looking up to him? Like, oh my, you have to drop 
this uh, big album that you know they were all anticipating and stuff. No, I mean if anybody is expecting anything, I just think they're wasting their time. So just right. take whatever you get from Wendico and just take it as it is, man. It's just I, what it is. I I will give him credit for being still relevant even in this day and age, especially when most of his peers are trying to compete, not not trying to compete, but still competing with these young cats because he has definitely dropped some single fires in the past like four or five years. He's had some like back to back like very very good songs that are like topping charts and like streams are, de- are decent and everything but right. i feel like when that comes to like collect like having like like the album that you guys are talking about i'm personally listening to it a full body of work yes mm-hmm. that's where i feel like the challenge and lies replicating like a motion to more hits in 2023 mm-hmm. is tough mm-hmm. you know it's really really tough like repli- especially with new sound new wave and everything right. but one day is extremely talented that i don't think he'll go away anytime soon he's still mm-hmm. gonna have those but if I were him, like you're right, I feel like you should stick to, at least you kind of like get your footing, stick to the one, two, three singles, like, you know, come from that approach, trying to make a whole body of work. It's just a whole different environment, different nature. And listening to his new body, uh, songs and things like that, you can tell he's definitely adapted, uh, adopted, his, adapted his style to current the current market environment. The current I, I, don't th- I wouldn't say he's adapted. I think one day needs a label. Hmm. Well, is so? it with Empire though? Uh, Empire is not a label. Empire is like uh, you know, label service distribution, whatever. I think like leaving Maven, like you know, maybe it's the same mistake mm. that the band made. I don't know. Like one day is talent, and sometimes when you're so talented, like you need just on, yeah, on the business side, on the structure side, because even look at something as simple as an art co- cover that almost looked like a 2008. <laughs> well, like, it reminded me of like Vigiano, like nice when the hoodie yeah. on Gogwaso kind of thing. Yeah, like, just to the front of a can, snap pictures, <laughs> yep. shoots. Like, it looks like a that? 2008 Afrobeats, nice Vigiano type of album cover. Very like, generic, like, like minimalist. Be, but because he's doing everything himself, like mm-hmm. Maven has 101 A and R's that would have really like, like, dude, okay, what's your theme? You know, Rema with the teddy bear, IR Star with the Gen Z. Everyone kind of like has their mm-hmm. lane. Like, I don't think when the call is being thematic, Class. like, I think he needs a label. You know, what do you think about uh, a label like uh, Atlantic Records? For one day, cool. like the US, in the US record, yeah. Like in the US, like they still don't understand Afrobeats. No offense, right? Mm-hmm. They still need that's why the Empire thing with YBNL works so well because the local YBNL understands the local mm-hmm. Empire, understands the international. They are now merging to that's do good. something like Atlantic can definitely thing. push. That's what they're doing with Burnout with mm-hmm. Bad Habits slash Atlantic slash Spaceship, right? They are just distributing whatever Burner gives them. So Burner understands the local and you know, so there has to be that local bridge. Maybe bridge. Maven mm. slash Atlantic, Atlantic or something. Like that. Or something okay. You know, in my opinion. But I don't know. Yeah, that's no, no, that's no, that facts. I, I, that, that I that's definitely sense. agree with you about it. You can't you have to have like a collaboration. Yeah, so that makes sense. See, I didn't look at this from the angle of one day doing everything himself because for some reason I just thought maybe he had a team with him. because um, I'm like, yo, you you're an industry OG. Like, what resource are you looking for in this industry that you can't get, even for probably for free, just so that people can attach? They can say, oh, I worked with one day on this piece. You get, yeah, yeah. like, it, it takes very little thought to say, oh, I'll just go into a studio. No, now pack me back for you. No, I wear this three-piece suit. <laughs> and I'll go stand in front of the door. That, that thing like, can't be like, but that suit one. Uh, yeah, the suits have gone oversized a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, guys are, you guys are wild, man. You get what I'm saying? Like, one day probably didn't even wear shoes with that. He probably oh was just, just straight socks or his feet were just out. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it was very, oh, like, it was, and, and I, I saw that, when I saw the, the, the cover, I was already like, okay, if you can't, if you're not even putting a proper amount of, like, 
concentration or just intention into your cover art i can't really expect much from the music because mm. it doesn't get more simpler putting out an album doesn't get the probably the easiest thing about an album is the cover art even when you're intentional even if the, the, it costs a lot of money to make that artwork but like that artwork speaks for anything else first before i don't see some kind of artwork wait normally if i just see the artist's name i wouldn't even listen to the music but i i saw the artwork and i'm like Mm. This looks interesting. Let me check it out. Right. You know? So if you don't even put that, that much thought into your cover art, how much, like, what about the music? So this is before the album even dropped. And then the album dropped, and I was listening to it, I was just like, no, this makes all the sense in the world. For most of that album, when Nicole is freestyling, <laughs> right? And you're saying something about him being relevant and, you know, still competing with the new guys. And I think 90% of that is based on work that he did years and years ago. When Mushin Tumo is dropped i'm not taking anything away from what he's done it's very very valid but based on recent happenings one hit every two years like that's cool because some people don't have any hits at all but it's like we know what Nicole is capable of so it's like very very disappointing right how do you have people waiting this long for a third album and then the album drops and you're freestyling your way through most of the tracks wait this is third album not second what was the second album where he wore Actually, I think that one is snapped in front of Katsu. Remember that one where he wore, he wore, he wore, he wore, he wore one kind of mafia coat? Say that mafia um, coat. I don't think I remember that one. Hold on, I'll look up the name because I, I totally Oh, was that the one? Was that the last one on that Maven before he left? I think that was. Was that one that I think Abi, he left Maven when so that was. Solar, was solar that? Plexus. No, no, it's not Solar Plexus. So, uh, right. Solar Plexus is. The one where he had a. Shall he go? Lo, 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 this is not the compilation, no. It's just the one, the one that him, he dropped by himself. By himself, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it called solar when you plexus? hear the kick, one by one, two by two. I think that might have been on there, but I don't think it's called solar plexus. No, no, that, that was the compilation album, huh? like the wanted. other one. Wanted, 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 I think that's what the one. Yeah, yeah, wanted 2015. Right, right. Oh no, that that album is so forgettable. We don't even. Oh man. Okay, baby, hello was on that one. No, that, that album was fire. I think Turkey Turkey Lad was there as well, right? No, Turkey Lad didn't come to later. Oh. Talking Lie was much... Talking Lie, I think, was on an EP. Got but it. one that dropped in 2015. So this is his third album. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he just needs... Um, I feel like, you know, there's some... You can't have it all. It's really difficult for creatives to be good on the business management side. It's I'm going definitely snap in front. This one, oh, na, I see. Na, na boss, <laughs> is, <laughs> <snap in> front. <laughs> you, <don't> agree. <laughs> you see the boss for the background. Yeah. Where they pass for it. <laughs> So you oh, know, you yeah, know, like I'm like. I remember this one. So 2015 is 2023. Your job, you've had so much time. You know what I'm saying? Like you've had more than six years, and you finally dropped it. And this is the best that you, you know, like this is what you have for the people. You know what I'm saying? So I was, I was very, I was highly disappointed. And the funny thing is, I wasn't expecting like the best album in the world. At, but at the same time, I just, especially when you give it a name like that, I was expecting something that would be like. You know, this is to remind you guys why I'm Wandeko, why people say nobody sing like Wandeko, mm. I mean, nobody sing past Wandeko, you know, type shit. And it's like, you get the, the song with T-Pain that seemed except was just very flat. You know, it was just like, yeah, waiting with this. Like, what, what are the positive takeaways from this album? So, what do you think is a, what would be a good, of an based on our opinion, what do you mm. think would be a good, uh, thing for one they call to do like how does he get back on that um level of 
it's me because we know the talent is increased. Talent is incredible. Maybe take yes. a picture we in can. front of a bicycle <laughs> next time. Right. I think no, I do a jet. Private jets. Private jets. Private jets. say you don't really upgrade. Right. We, can't, we can't take that away from him. But like, what, what would think? I think like maybe with what Nosa says, like maybe that would be a good starting point. Like a, a solid team. Like having a team that really understands the current market and understands how like you know the fans and like, I don't really know who one of those fans are like maybe some young people might like his music but they are rocking Arya Star and Rema right now right, so you don't right. care about one they call now we were we in the group when we did secondary school with a bump one they call like yeah. social nights now in the make our social night that year but I definitely think one thing definitely getting writers Okay. I don't think Wanda Cole needs writers, bro. I you definitely, think so? I, I think. One day, come I, on, hold on. I, and and here's the thing. Here's the only reason why I say he needs writers is because it's not that he doesn't have the talent to write his own P, but clearly there's something about the game that he's like maybe disenfranchised with, or he's just become very like, lethargic. You, you Do you get what I'm saying? It, it shows in his music. Yeah, the ginger, the ginger no did, the ginger no did yeah. that. Like you hear the, the stuff that I used to write before. When they call, it's not like he's like some lyrical, uh, lyrical miracle type singer, but at least he used to talk about something. When they call, could tell you a story. When they call, has dropped a hit song that was a diss track, right? But this is song that's so, also he's also a pre- uh, phenomenal uh, songwriter. You also have to remember that during like the Mohits days, he wrote he was, a lot of, he was writing, he wrote a lot of songs for the band, the, the Prince. He wrote, he, wrote, he wrote songs for people like even but outside the Mohits. And that's the thing. But but you, you know, after being in the game for so long. You know, you've had your experiences. Maybe you've just gotten comfortable because it's like based on your name now. The, even the mediocre shit that you drop, maybe people are like hyping it up. There's no real incentive to like step up your game. That's where writers come in because they're in tune with the culture. That, like, but is the, the writing know, the challenge or the image, the packaging and the image and all that? Well, that it's it's or part. Or the songs you don't like? It's it's part of it, right? So, like I said, if you're you know, it, it, it comes everything comes together. If you're putting out an album and you couldn't even be bothered to actually, like, like maybe, okay, you've done the reference tracks now. And then a lot of the songs on your album sounds like, they sound like reference tracks too. All right. And you maybe get. it's the producers then. Maybe it's not working with the producers that can do the chorus, backgrounds, and No, no, but producer is like, a producer will give you, maybe they'll give you an idea. But again, if you're one, they call. Mm-hmm. We know how Nigerians are, first of all. You feel the reason, say, um, I'm too big for you to be telling me. Like, who you be? Where you go? Tell me what's not go right. You know, egos are a real thing. And that's probably one thing that's even stopping him from from getting writers. Because it's like, um, all these guys, the Victonis, the Rema, everybody has been inspired in one way or the other by one day. So to right. now come and be calling them, the people that you inspire to come and, it's like, you have to really get off your high horse in order to allow that to happen. So in one day, it could probably be like, I've seen one video where one day was standing on the couch, talking to was standing to the mic. Niggas, we, I don't know, I, I don't think they're artists, but they were in the room and they were just gassing that shit up. And I was like, guy, like, come on, bro. Like, you don't even have, you doesn't, based on that clip, and I could be wrong, it's like, you don't even have people around you that would be like, bro, what what are you doing? Like, bro, that ain't it. Do you get what I'm saying? So once again, you're in a, you're, you have a status in the industry where you're isolated from like what's really going on outside. You're isolated from people who are not attached to your money, so they can't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're dealing with people that need you. So they can't right. tell you, bro, this shit is whack because you're one day cool. And you're not going to listen to that shit. Yes, man. When you've, yeah, you, you are surrounded by yes, man. You, you've reached a level of comfort because you're a legend. There's very little incentive, you know what I'm saying? Like, to actually do better work. And for a one day cool, who I feel like, it's not like there isn't room for other people, though, but I feel like a lot of the fame that Whiskey has, one day cool could have gotten that too. 
that mm. international recognition. If you talk to any Nigerian, and if there's an artist that we can say, Omar, he deserves this beef. Mm. One day, go straight off, off, off rip. Right. Yes, I know it takes more than talent, but shit, man. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, so. I feel you. It's just, it was just it's just very disappointing. So I I think that, you know, again mental work therapy. Wandiko probably needs therapy more than anything. He probably needs therapy. And this is just based on insider some insider people. You know, people don't tell me like uh, for example like the effect of that of his nudes leaking that year on his mental. You you know like that's a real thing. Um, some th- some things about business dealings, money that he didn't get after he left no hits from music that he dropped before. I understand that all these things can affect somebody one way or the other, but you can't keep like leaning on that crutch forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he probably didn't start having more than anything, but you know, it's not my place to say, guy, go on, whatever. But at least if you have that help, it might give you a better idea of like, okay, this was noise. Because when the call is not blind, I'm sure you have seen the reception to this album. So he knows like, almost people are not really, apart from maybe the usual ass kissers, you know, right. they always be those ones, but like, Streets know they really my album don't uh, drop for uh, charts. Although it's not it's not over for one day though. Like, it's not over. It's Ni- not over. Nigerians also have this thing that if you slip up once, it's like, oh, that's the end. Like you can still come back. Nobody don't they slip up, Shad. No. Because that last EP wouldn't drop, you know enter either. I think this is what I think one day should do. I'll take this approach. I think one day should just quit the music altogether. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, I'm, 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 not, I'm not even joking. Like I'm trying to be serious. I think he should quit the music altogether and yeah. take well, take the role of Maybe like a like men- mentorship, yeah, mentorship type thing, or like maybe air now type M- stuff. Like shame to mentorship. But <laughs> wait, but wait, but that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Wait, but who want they call one mentor? Because you want they mentor Victoria. Victoria is like, but my EP, my EP bank passed your album. Wait, you want to? No, I mean, there's, there's got, the new there's, cats look up to one day. New, like, no, they do. They watch it. They watch it. They do, but they're making better music than him right now. But mm. it doesn't hurt though to get a little to get the, from, from yes, the legend, right, from right, the legend, right, like you know, right, maybe a little right. tweak here and there, like you need to do to your EP or your album, like oh, hey, one day. Don't you don't you think like no? I get your point, but don't you think like you remember? Two Face also had his own like experience, something similar. Mm-hmm. Before if Moribe came in, then back then they went to Face released that his rebranding, mm-hmm. like Two Face Two Face rebranded in. If I'm not mistaken, it was two nine oh ten. When he released, is that when you dropped that album? Yeah, 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 he had that Kelly feature yep, on it. The black, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Oh, no, okay, sorry. It was the black one. The one that had that. Uh, is it the Unstoppable? The Malolo. What's the other track? Who get money making? Unstoppable. It was Unstoppable. You're right. Yeah, that that one. He Sufis, prior to that, like two or three years, Sufis was really, really starting to like fade off as an artist and like you know, kind of. Recruit. But when he dropped that album, Rebranded, he co- he it's acting with Ephemeric Bid at the time. This was very local then. This was prior to all those international hits that we're having right now. It was in 09, 010, if I'm not mistaken, and they kind of like came out in full force. He rebranded the packaging. He did like uh, pop ups here and there across Lagos, across Abuja, like different places. He did like his two face concert, like Remembrance concert. I think it was inching towards 10 years in the industry at that time. So he did a lot of stuff. He kicked off, sold out, like he maintained relevancy again for a couple of years until now that he's not like kind of like taking a backseat and he still drops music every now and then that still catches. Well, two face don't, he don't, yeah. he's, he's he has done more than try. He has really, he, he has, he's for himself. as long as he has, two face has been holding it down. 100%. Even if he's not dropping hits per se, but yeah. like, his, his his music that I've almost um, uh, nah, yeah. he's he has, has, yeah. he has classics hundred uh, yeah, percent. So yeah, my yeah. point is, 
the way I'm getting at is, I think what Nicole definitely needs, like, uh, it's pretty much, we're still saying the same thing, we're running circles, but he definitely needs, like, a solid team that can help yeah. him with rebranding. Yeah. He needs to work with young cats, people who help, whoever is helping Arias, whoever is helping Rema, young get cats. with those people if it's possible. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. I like all this cats, cats <laughs> lingo. I have, like, <laughs> different names, young cats. No, 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 no pun intended. He needs to get with young people to really, really, Help him out with direction because that talent is still phenomenal. Nicole can be 70, 18, and I'm telling you, still going to turn out a hit from him. He, he, can, he can still turn out a hit. At, at 70 and 80. I'm telling you, he'll still turn out a hit. That is how talented he is, I personally believe. So he just, he, needs to, he just needs to, um, he just needs that, like, you know, talent is not everything. You read that book. Who, who do you think out of all the young guys now is going to have that staying power and become like a Sony a day, like in mm. their 60s, they're still going to be... That's a good, like, I, don't, that's, I don't know if that's still a thing in our generation, bro. It's no, not, it, it's, it's, not, it's not going to be everyone, right. but one but you, out you of all that, these guys, like Buju, Rama, of course. Like, it might not be like top of his game. Who do you, think you know what I think it is? You just said his name, Rama. You think Rema will be there? Rema? I think you Rema. See, you want to see 60 or Rema doing Pakoto, Pakoto? I mean, I mean, <laughs> no, I feel like Rema is good. It's like, personally, I don't even listen to Rema, but I see right. the influence that he's having mm. on the local stage internationally. Um, what yeah. Maven has done to him as an artist, how they have branded him, and even outside of that, what he's doing for himself. And I feel like if he keeps going the way he's going, obviously he's going to have to switch things up. He's not going to be able to do the same thing right. um, for a long time. But if he's able to uh, maneuver as an artist and you know, try different things and you right. know, bring different sounds to himself, I could see him as somebody that could be that kind of person. Really? Uh, I, That's like, the, I, I don't like know if him. I agree with that. Mm. Like, I feel like more like, if you ask me my mm-hmm. opinion, mm-hmm. like personally, like uh, maybe like Adekunle Gold hmm. or maybe a Buju. Okay, Adekunle Gold I can see. Or Buju. Buju, really? Like, I don't know about I, that. I, I think we can still listen to Buju songs 10 years from now. I don't know if Rema's sound Wait, so will the, still on, be sorry, relevant. Maybe I misunderstood the question. Are you talking about people whose music is going to be like Evergreen. everlasting? Or are you, asking, are you asking about people that are still going to be doing it in old age? Consistency. Are you talking about like someone uh, that's A little bit of both. People okay. who... The fact that Sonia Day is doing it in old ages because Sonia Day can still perform a song he released in the eighties mm-hmm. and people still rock out to it okay. at a concert. Okay. So can a Buju, can a fifty year old Buju or fifty year old Rama come to a concert and say, Do you guys remember this one and throw us back and everyone will still be stuff when they're sixty type shit? I could yeah, I could start for Rama. Um okay. Okay. I definitely go to I could see that Buju I don't know. I don't know about Buju. See, I I need uh, an album from Buju. Like That's what I need personally. <laughs> Wait, Buju doesn't have an album? Nope. No. Nope. Yeah, uh, yeah, that so last one is a mixtape. Yeah, it's mixed a, yeah, mixtape EP type. Stuff. So I need an album from Buju to really kind of like, you know, assess him as how his longe- uh, longevity in the game is going to be. The EPs that he has dropped have been kind of underwhelming, at least for me personally. So Buju has not shown you that he can put a solid project No, together. he hasn't shown me oh, yet. Oh, Bad Seas uh, 97 was a solid project. Come on. <laughs> I, I, don't don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know. He has some good songs on there. He has to, uh, but as a body of work, you know? As a body so, of work, I'm so not sorry, impressed. Is this sorry for, sorry for I'm Late or something? Sorry, sorry, yeah. is, the EP, is the EP before right, Bad right, right. Uh, yeah, they, Like, they have good songs. There's songs on there that you can play, right? Um, But for me, I wouldn't say, oh, that's a for me to like oh yeah and this guy's gonna be here for a long time i need mm. to see you actually put 
10 songs together and right. maybe not too many features on there. I just want to see you personally, how you handle your own, you know, your own music, your own artistry by yourself. Because yeah. everybody knows Buju. I'm Buju. not going to lie, man. Buju might need the features, bro. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, and he's the, he definitely will. Uh, th- and there's no shame in that, you know? There's no shame in having features. Right. And if you're known as a feature artist, that's cool too because people always try to like shame him. It's like, oh man, all Buju's known for is being a feature guy. Well, that's so your, what? That's your strength, man. If you that's your strength, play to yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, as far as the album, I need that for me just to be able to solidify like okay this guy yeah, is it guy, yeah right. this guy is gonna but i don't know yet so we'll have to see right okay okay uh well speaking of new cats um one new cat whose birthday was today thames oh mm. happy birthday baby <laughs> Everybody's happy birthday crush. thames oh, that's my crush forever man and uh her manager you want carry up for stage <laughs> her manager took his time took the time out to like write a heart heartfelt uh message she has two uh, managers which one Okay, Donna One. All right. Donna One, who is uh, her other manager. Uh, he said, Happy birthday to my twin. <laughs> Best friend and all around angel. Mm-hmm. I'm so honored to have you in my life, Thames Baby. God knew exactly what he was doing. Been through so much already, and we haven't even started yet. <laughs> have an amazing day, love, and see you soon. Mm. See you soon. Well, mm. Thames replied, um, you know, about 12 hours later. Thank you for being an amazing oh, capital brother and friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's for life. <laughs> uh, with a heart emoji and like the hand thing. So she put the brother in all caps? Well, the, no, capital B. Capital B. Uh-huh, and then brother. And then and it's a brother and friend. It's for life. So your brother and friend for life. See me as your brother. Now, hmm. there were a lot of um, uh, people had a lot to say because you know, people asked qu- a lot of questions regarding that initial post. Uh, and I'll, I'll read, uh, yeah, read some of the I'll, I'll go ahead and read some of, of the things that people had to say. Uh, where are they okay? One person said, Dem de Nak, Nigerians, another person said, As in, you be manager or boyfriend. And then someone else said, "Now manager, we say make you do. Nobody send you all this one. make you do Another person replied, "Wait, wait for reason." Um, uh, let me see. Is that uh, who are you to him or her or she? <laughs> So essentially, Nigerians had a lot of questions because they felt like the message, the birthday message, had some romantic undertones. There are people that have listened to interviews and just like seen previous messages and felt like you know it was uh, there was an implication that there might be something more mm. than just a manager-client slash artist relationship. Is what do you guys think about that? It's a little too personal for me to be just be. Um, classified as uh, it's a manager wishing his um, <clears throat> his artist happy birthday. Uh. He goes on and on about um, his what, what did he even say? Like you know, um, he's uh, happy about the things that they've accomplished and da 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 da. Um, he can't w- see you soon, love. Yeah, see you soon, love. Um, first it starts off with happy birthday, twin. Da 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 da. Goes in and the message is a little too long for me, you know. <laughs> That personally, if I'm the manager, like, like even sometimes, you know, if I'm manager, I'm going like, ah, 
I just maybe text you or something like happy birthday love that kind of stuff like just you know something simple yeah. um there's a, there's clearly a meaning behind what he posted and he knows what he's doing i don't know him personally he knows what he's doing mm. now for Tim's to respond that way and put in like the brother friend and stuff i mean i don't want to read too much into that that's probably just how she communicates and stuff like you know mm-hmm. uh but I think she wrote that just to establish to people because she's probably seen like the feedback from it, like just yeah. to establish to people like, hey, this is still a friendship thing. You know, don't yeah. start making up your own narratives about Put he's him doing in the this. Zone. Right. right. <laughs> he's in the manager zone. Zone. Jesus. <laughs> nothing Gosh. above manager. He's not doing anything with me. Da, 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 da. Do you think um, that that's the case? That he's, that I don't believe that. Okay, what do you, what do you think? I believe okay. one or two things happened. He tried to overstep the friendship, the manager zone. Mm-hmm. And Thames came up to him and was like, bruh, stop. We're not doing that. You know what I'm here for. I'm an artist, right? You know, mm-hmm. you manage me. Let's just keep it at that. Um, if you, you know, if you need somebody to, you know, to go out with and stuff, you know, I can hook you up with somebody, whatever. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> oh my God, don't make up whole entire <laughs> scenario. <laughs> the backstory. You know, the second one happened was that he tried again. Hey. <laughs> Bruh, he, you know, guys, man, if you want something, you go go out for him. I mean, come on, man. Just in life, if you're hungry for something, you want it so bad. I mean, you're not going to stop. Mm. He tried again. Now maybe Thames gave him eventually. Yo. That's up to be. That's this to be decided by Thames. But Misha, I just know initially when he tried, she stopped it. But I don't think anything else more than that. Yeah. All right. What do you guys think about that that message? Uh, me, I have a, a little bit of a a different perspective to this whole thing. Like okay. I've been following Thames for a while since she was a producer. Okay. Before oh, she even started producer? singing. Yeah, when she was being interviewed at like LTV and shit, mm. like back yeah. in Nigeria. So like I know that women this one to discover. I know they ever No, no, no. I, I appreciate like she was she was super talented as a producer. You know, th- during the whole um Alte thing, she was right, part of that whole movement up, and right, right. I was following the Alte scene gotcha, gotcha, you know, gotcha, six gotcha. years ago when that yeah. thing was a thing in Nigeria. So yeah. um from what I heard and I if I had just like seen the message from Donna One today by itself mm-hmm. uh, i've just written off like no there's nothing but because of some of the stuff i've been proven to just by observing that relationship first things first from what i heard and i think donna one even said this himself in the previous interviews the way thames got him to be her manager that she was very very intentional about her career she wanted multiple managers so i think donna one is more in charge of like the creative stuff and then mm-hmm. wally is kind of like the business and some other stuff like she actually proposed him like she approached him like he didn't want a manager because she was like man like this is afro beats you're doing like soul and all this stuff like how are we going to sell this she was managing also amadi before yeah so yeah. like she he took some convincing for her like she was very intentional mm-hmm. about her you know talk to him about her vision and all that like eventually came on board and then on another podcast dude also said um you know oh there was a podcast he was on like recently i think it was this year he said oh Thames and i can't go a day without talking for at least an hour in fact most days we talk for three four hours there's nothing Thames doesn't tell me in fact this is not about music now like she we're just oh. that and he was saying and during that interview and that was like a couple months ago when i listened to it back then i was like uh but like, okay far? well yeah. let me just like brush it but with this that happened today man yeah. Bro, that dude's in love, bro. And I can't blame I can't blame him. 
<laughs> I, I cannot blame him, bro. Like, Thames is amazing. Like, she's phenomenal. She's yeah. talented. She's beautiful. Like, if you're working that closely with someone, you know, we saw it with, like, Tiwa Savage and her, her ex-husband. Like, if you're working that close with someone, like, you know, sparks tend to fly. And right. maybe he forgot himself. And I can understand Thames' perspective well because she's like, bro, like, I'm not there yet. I haven't even dropped my debut album. You're coming with all this distraction. Like, bro, like, you know, I have to, you know, but that's my perspective. I okay, know. okay. Efe, what do you think about that? He thinks Thames is trying to wait for him. That's what he thinks. Yo, <laughs> no, wait for him. <laughs> I will wait for you. Good. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I, oh, I the Bumbu is working your sister. Bumbu. <laughs> 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 yeah, but um, what I would say to it is I, I feel like James is answer or response rather was very mature mm. and very you know squashed anything that might have been rising i honestly feel like the guy he cannot tell me where guys we know yeah he didn't tweet that as a oh i didn't know it was just meaningless nah he's trying <laughs> from to the est- bottom of his heart he's trying to establish territory he's trying to be like yo yeah mark his territory like yo right. especially maybe there's external thread i was like maybe ten's got a new boo-boo or something we don't know <laughs> right, 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 we don't know you know ten's is very private she'll be keeping her life private which right. is fine you know i respect that right. about her you know she's very she doesn't even like even the picture she took with drake it was someone else that licked it i think or something it wasn't even oh, from, from her so right, right, right. she's very private like that she doesn't need any accolades from outside which is yeah. fine i respect that you know to a certain degree so i don't know what the homeboy's problem is but if you have a uh, manager relationship emphasis on manager with capital m like tens would capital b in brother you gotta stick to your lane bro like you know don't try and, and works, i feel like this is not so the first time together though, i feel like this is not the first time she has also like you know publicly addressed him as brother type shit y- yeah but at the same time like that that kind of message like like i said we know what he was trying to do. You, he cannot tell. Oh no, it was just meaningless. You don't know, understand a relationship. Yeah, I know Colin Harris twin and uh, yeah. All that is all cap. You can't <laughs> tell me that he was just. Oh, you don't understand a relationship. It's different. Like, nope, bro. Try and stay in your lane, especially if she's not giving you the same energy. If she has responded matching his words, I can be like, all right. Maybe there's maybe something, there's something there brewing. and everything. Yeah. But if she manager zoned you like Nosa said. And I mean, we don't know what happened in private, though. Like, we don't. You know. We just well, know what's happened. Public. But, but I think what what even Efe is saying is that like even that kind of thing, you, even if you're behind the scenes, una the yeah, una the blend, but publicly up. she's calling you brother. That that's gonna hurt. Like especially when you send a heartfelt message like that. But I I think somebody who's doing that from from the hypothetical that you guys are giving would want some kind of public acknowledgement. Yes. Right. You know, or a replication like Oh yeah, same here twin, I appreciate it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, same here exactly. But she just <laughs> No, but it's just but she just went, Oh, you know, uh, my brother and which she talking again, so <laughs> No, but let's, our friend. let's but, see but, for but you know we're all guys here like everyone here has been friends with at some point absolutely right. so i mean you know it happens shit happens so we right? know what it feels on. like Listen, when you're trying to everyone, especially especially that year where facebook wall the, yeah. they show the posts where you go don't write one mad paragraph or bid yep. and then she could just reply thanks friend the problem is everybody has been friend zoned but we've not we don't we don't tweet we don't tweet we don't keep, like, coming and up, like you know put it a uh, business out there if you want a friend zone like you know hey i might you might like someone or you know in the past like maybe i like the lady or something and i yeah. talk to her or something like you know and she friend zone me or there's this particular like she friend zone that's cool but you didn't see me going on twitter the next day and say no because she friend zone me privately let me go and put it publicly Public. on twitter put that on the spot like, right. it's like bro you know stick to your manager role bro <laughs> but that, that also has to be awkward because it's like she has to see this guy 
mm. like he's in a business. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's that's a that's no, a tough I, don't, one. I honestly don't. But think I think anybody that. that will read that would like look at it yeah. and be like, yeah, this guy. It sounds like you have feelings for this big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't catch feelings. It's, right. it's yeah. obvious now. But I don't think that would mar the relationship. I think they'll still be good because it's a. They probably have he, an understanding. She, did, she didn't diss him. Now she just. She just respectfully just said, you yeah. know, yeah. this. But we all know what it is. But you know, it is what it is. He will bounce back. He would. Um, he will. He will, He will understand that James now, doesn't wait that way. We have to mm. see like when his birthday comes. Like, what she going to She wouldn't have the same energy for him. Mm. Mm. Just like, uh, she might pull. She might just be like HBD, bro. HBD. <laughs> <laughs> Best uh, friend ever. Or some it's shit tough out here, man. It's not easy for a guy. HBD bro. Yeah, but I just feel like at that, at that point, smiley emoji. <laughs> I'm a, when you don't reach that kind of level, you're managing like one of the top three, I guess you can say top three new talents out of out of the country. You have access to other women and you know that kind of thing. Like just kind of pu- keep it pushing. And you know, if you're a sensible manager, you already know self that mixing knacks with mm-hmm. that level of business is not. It's not good. You, you know, it's, it's it's not good. It's going to fuck up your money. It's going to fuck up your artist's money and their mind and all of that. Um, so, but I guess some of these things are also not black and white because, again, I think maybe all of us have been friends on at one point or the other in our lives. And so we understand, like, <laughs> it's not as easy as just, oh, there are other women there. You know, this is the one that I want. Right, this uh, one. But she's, like, looking at other niggas. And, and the ni- kind of niggas she's looking at might probably not be like him, like, in any way, or, uh, form or fashion. And he's just hoping, like, man, maybe if I just, if I'm nicer, if I just, you know, get out more W's. Right. <laughs> she she will ease she'll, up. She'll, maybe with time she'll view me in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just just let it go. Because this is not the first time this piece has come up. Yep. Right? For, like, at least a year plus. People have been like, but the way this guy, they post these people, or the kind of way they talk, right. you know, because I've heard this, if you, if, you know, qu- quite some time. Yeah, even, like, in um, interviews, like, uh, no, so I was like, saying like saying, the yeah. way he just like sings her praises and like the words that he chooses, particularly about her, it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like right, like if if, if it was a nigga you were managing, you wouldn't say anything like. How yeah, you just like, you, oh, never, yeah. you never hear about the second manager doing all that. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't at all. I don't yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. So he's much older though, and he's been in the game for a while. He's married so. too, so you. Oh, he is. He's married. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> he's married, so. Right, cool. so that one, that one, that one, D two. This uh, is the piece that you cannot buy. <laughs> you cannot mix. Um, yeah, but that's that's another interesting thing. But um, again, in the spirit of talking about new cats, right? But in a different. <laughs> oh my! The name of this episode now. New, <laughs> new cats, man. New cats, man. New cats. Zion Williamson. Meow, meow, meow. Beep, 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 beep. Um, he's been dealing with, you know, some some drama on on the on twitter for like what the past four days <laughs> has it been four days where was that name again uh mariah mariah, mariah Mills. Mills. Hey, one funnily shaped uh <coughs> sex worker like that hey, who, has been, <laughs> who has been crying since uh so Wait, sorry, posted. sorry what happened so he po- he posted a picture with his he has a baby mama now who used to be a sex worker she used to you know, she did all those videos where, you know, you go, they write, do you do? And shit like that. She used to do that before. Okay. Like Zion, the basketball player. Zion, yeah, the, the basketball player. That big guy. Okay. So, so he got her pregnant and he posted pictures of, like, I guess, is it baby shower? She yeah, baby, baby shower, shower of the pregnant. Yeah, from, yeah. The, from the baby shower and stuff. Mariah Mills apparently has been messing with Zion for quite some time now. I don't 
know how how long. She should be older than that guy. She's much older than that. Yeah, guy, she's like thirty two, right? Because he's only like twenty twenty three. Uh, he's yeah. twenty three, but she's like thirty something. Um, and so she, I guess she saw the picture she on the internet along with the rest of us, and she's been upset and tweeting at him, uh, for forty days and forty nights, uh, since then. You know, like you know, dropping receipts of like some text that he sent her. Um, talking about how she's heartbroken about the fact that you know they've slept together and he spit in her mouth, <laughs> and you know wow. the whole time like he had a baby on the way and she didn't know, and you know she he, he kind of like abandoned her for this, and apparently in the middle of her doing all this, Baba was now sending her money. I think she posted some stuff today. Yeah, like he, he sent her twenty five k, then he sent her like ten, like ten k or something like what that. What do you mean he sent her? Like so any, anything I'm a doctor on the internet, like I can. Yeah screenshot someone sending I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like real. Like it's wire transfer. Wire transfer from him sending uh, it to her. And you're right, it could be doctored, yeah. but this is what she's putting out there. Like right. uh, you know, it looks like maybe he saw that he saw how many shot flooding his men- like he looked at his art and like the first fifteen notifications were from her. And he probably was like, Okay, let me like kinda try to uh, keep this stuff her or something. Stuff, right. And right. you know, he now maybe sent her some money to like and so she put it out there that he sent her money. Um I don't even know what to say. The one thing that I like, though, is that the fact that he's ignoring her. At least publicly. He's not saying anything or trying to address her tweets or anything like that. And I think he should keep it that way. He should keep it that way. But at some point, right, it's going to start to get to him. You think Um, so? I don't know. Because there was this video of where he was, like, donating money with his stepdad um, for some... um, school that they were opening for like kids and stuff and his stepdad came into the um, interview and was like well I don't believe anything that you hear or anything that you see out there you know it's my son is this I love him this is recent this is recent I actually have to find a video yeah also oh, the, the stepdad was referring to to, to the Zion mess and everything it was yeah. just like people should just not pay attention to it it's just a little bunch of uh, um, um, gossip and stuff like that but uh-huh. it's like the lady is still going even after the whole thing. She's as typing. today. She as has today. also tweeted a few times about She's literally typing about him and about what he did to her. How he broke her heart. He told her she was going to be the next African queen. He told her to change her hair and all that stuff. And then she told him he's going to be the next LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> um, she and you know, the funny thing was, the funny one that she said was like, she went inside his bathroom and he had cans of... Uh, of um, soda like uh, Fanta, Coke, and everything, he just yeah. laid it on the table. I was like, "That's crazy," because this guy is never healthy for a season. And people always like wonder, like, <laughs> why is he not healthy? It's like oh, his diet is messed up. And for her to like go to Twitter and actually confirm that this is why this guy is not even healthy, because he's eating junk and drinking junk. I was like hilarious. I was like, "Oh my god!" You don't think she could be lying about? Um, I doubt it. You doubt? I doubt it, man. But that's part of the reason why that Zion is not even like responding to the stuff. He's probably like, whatever. Yeah, she feels. Um, I feel like she feels burnt. I feel like you know, <laughs> like to a certain degree. But it's kind of like weird when I hear of stories like when porn stars are out in like professional athletes. This right. just feels like a very repeated cycle of shit that goes on in that world. Oh, like, oh, I can't believe how could you do this? Like, first of all, you're a porn star. Like, I don't understand why you're a porn star and you're catching feelings for. Mm. So, you know, let the boy, you know, do his thing and focus. And now, honestly, Zion too, and, you know, you know, graduate, uh, leave, uh, getting drafted into the league, you know, killing it in college basketball from Duke and all that. I honestly do not understand what this is. Like, you know, 
these types of distractions unfortunately is the reason why some you know young drafts like you know with extreme talent sometimes would waver in the nba because you do not mm, need these types of distractions you really have to be like very very focused there's a reason why steph curry and uh, lebron are excelling at the career that they're excelling even if they're obviously much older and they've been in the league longer it's because they have a stable family base but you see all these athletes that go around and just be doing things like look at all the top athletes that have succeeded till date they've always had a stable family foundation mm. lebron i never thought about that steph curry even jordan back in the day till he divorced his wife like he Tom, had a stable Tom brady Kobe. yeah they had they all have Kobe. a stable family foundation otherwise all this distraction of yours is very hard to you can still somewhat have like some type of success yeah. like a dennis rodman who was wilding and but still who drink like a night before the game and come and still kill it but you can't even put him in the same conversation as much as you give him his respect you can't put him in the same conversation with like jordan you know you these distractions are the reason so zion as a young individual who is still very very young he still has a lot of time he needs to like you know uh, shape up his act but you know it's just the same cycle all, all the time we've always heard of the professional athletes see that trapping sorry we've heard of porn stars only fan models instagram baddies trapping NBA players or always putting out their business out there. So this is just a repeated cycle, nothing new. Do you guys think porn stars are um, uh, deserving of like loving <laughs> and healthy relationships? Hey, wait, that's a loaded question. Uh, give that nah. one to no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's my answer as well. yeah, I, I couldn't even like talk too much about this topic because I don't even know like all the full details. I'm just getting some of the stuff here. Like I know basic things, but I think everyone's deserving of uh a, a, a loving relationship mm-hmm. um but you know where you seek that relationship you know it's also important for you to know okay w- like are you going to a, a cvs looking to buy groceries or are you going to a, a walmart looking to buy auto parts type like you know you, you kind of <laughs> have to also know but i think everyone is deserving um but you know you also have to know, like, um, if, if someone's coming to your life, uh, particularly with, like, athletes and, like, rich, young men um, who probably are not ready to settle down. Like, most of those guys may have made it clear that, hey, this is what I'm after. And uh, you should maybe know what it is. But if you don't, um, you're still deserving. You know, everyone's deserving. I don't know. Okay. So if you if you met a pretty woman and you know you found out that in her history she used to be like a cam girl or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and she told you she's changed her ways, giving her life to Christ, and you know she's trying to forge a new path, mm-hmm. um, will her history matter to you? Like, would you be willing to move on in a relationship, romantic, committed relationship with said woman? With her, uh, I mean, it depends. It depends. <coughs> I mean, what? How many people she's fucked? No, I mean, it depends on, on several factors. Like, um, yeah, it just depends, like, you know, how much work she's done after the fact, right? If yeah. maybe she just got out of that life maybe six months ago and she's just at the baby steps of changing her life, I need to see more proof. But if she's a Kim, if she's a Kim Kardashian, no offense to Kim, that maybe had an issue 15 years ago and I can see over the past 15 years how she's transformed, become a billionaire, trying to become a lawyer, doing all these things. And yeah, like, hey, that's enough proof for me. Why not? Type thing. Okay. Great. Man, as long as she's born again, (laughs) (laughs) that's the most important thing. Just all those past history, she's wiped it all away and, you know, God has forgiven her sins and, you know, 
Yeah. She's a church lady now. That's good. So. She can follow the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you're not, you know, you're not single like we are, but like, yeah. I mean, from the perspective of single, if you back in the day, yeah. like, would you have uh, entertained that? Ladder. No, I, I think that 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 uh, this thing that the history is this thing that cannot be wiped off. Just personally, because uh, I feel like mentally I won't be able to. If it were me, if it were my case, like I wouldn't be able to get past that. Personally, for me, it's just like a mental blockage. Like, I guess even so, we're, it's also seemingly how bad the history was, hmm. right? Like, if she was like showing pictures, doing whatever, whatever, it's the like, okay, and there's that history of like, okay, 10 years of trying to get back to the okay. But if it was like, oh, back in the day, you know, it was it was like a subway train every week and shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> then <laughs> I don't know, you no, know, me either any type of sex work or whatever it is i don't think I, because me personally i would just feel like one it would be first first it would just be like an ego trip for me because it would be like number one okay what if i'm walking down the street with you and homeboys would be like, oh, or something like you know like people like oh shit that's his wife or that's his girlfriend or something it's like oh shit you know everybody would just be like so that would be like a mental fuck for me and people would like, oh, i don't care what people say but now nah, it matters <laughs> yeah. too this is gonna be the you know like it just there's just a lot of that past to a certain degree really really matters too even in the bedroom is like okay what about the styles i'm giving her in the bed maybe she's not feeling it it's like maybe yeah. she's like yeah you know she's experienced now she's playing professional right. league and i'm playing championship so that's your, so that's about you then it's your ego talking that's what right? i'm saying no 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 that is, is me right. mentally i may not be able to get past mm-hmm. it for a serious committed relationship now if it's for Oh, know. just my girlfriend, or even if it's oh, so you, you do a relationship, even an exclusive thing, yes. But like, if it's not, I want to get serious, mother of my kids, kind of thing. Nah. <laughs> okay, so marriage. I'll, oh, is, oh, is that what we're talking it. about, like marriage and stuff, or, or we're what talking about all all of all that aspects? Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. A serious. So you would entertain at the relationship level, but not for marriage. And I'll yeah. keep it very surface level. Me, I would be like, okay, yeah, it's just like you know, knacks. That kind of thing. Oh, Russia. Anyway. Wow, um, heck, I don't know, man. For me, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, you're both relationship both. level, marriage level, history. No, at not no level, <laughs> <laughs> no level. See, I can't, I can't commit. Yeah, I can't too. commit even on even on the casual sex part. I'd, I'd be one like, fam, you, you gotta go get tested or <laughs> first before. No, and even then, I still be like, hello. See, yeah. you know, typically and unfortunately, it's mostly women that like to say my past doesn't matter. <laughs> but yo, history matters in every in every context. History matters. absolutely matters because there's one thing that I've learned about people, right? It's like people, and I know I've said on this podcast that people change. And I think I, I want to like take that back a little bit, right? People will evolve into maybe a better version of themselves, mm-hmm. but people are who they are at that core, right? So I don't think the whole sex worker part of you is just like gone and even if it is Seth man I, and maybe it's just my ego I just wouldn't be able to you know Wait, are, we, are we just saying so we need to really contextualize the thing are we saying sex worker like the person was selling <laughs> sex for money or were involving like you know when they had back in the days like girls going wild maybe she danced topless at a bar one time in college and did some things maybe sold some pictures on OnlyFans here and there or everything is just categorized into the Ooh, same I, I'm thing. Pu- I, you know, I'm putting all of them together. They're oh, all sex okay. workers. All right. I guess sex work get levels. Right. But I'm putting all of it into that because if if you dance topless that one time for girls going wild, how many you wait no day on camera? 
<laughs> like, like you get what I'm saying. Like what, like what, like what else have you? Unless, and let's be real. A lot of times, women with promiscuous past are not forthcoming about everything that right. they've mm, done. True, they multiply by three, <laughs> and that's why there's a rule true, true, that true. anytime a woman tells you her body counts, you should multiply by because they're not they're not going to be completely honest with you, right? And there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I don't want to know your body counts, but at the same time, it's like if you have that history. I wouldn't be surprised, like, I shouldn't be shocked if, like, as well, you know, maybe some urges start coming up again, or maybe, you know, you start feeling like relationships, but, like, I I don't think that that part of you is completely <coughs> erased. Mm. I think that there's still some bad li- lingering in there, and it is potent enough to end a good relationship, possibly ruin a man's life. You know, that, that's just, I think about, like, worst-case scenarios like that. Right, you know, and and in my personal experience, right, people's history, no matter how much they've tried to convince, and maybe no matter how much they've tried to do good, that part of them, from that past, whether it's trauma, baggage, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, right, it always finds its way back into the equation one way or the other. Because again, we have a tendency, we're humans, and we'll sleep up. Like I get that, but again, we have a tendency when you get comfortable, so maybe some of your bad habits might like creep back in right you know what i'm saying so i yeah and I, i'm not going to go as far as saying oh they don't deserve love but i think that once you get into sex work or however young you get into whether it's 19 you know i mean you get into that 25 26 well, what about those people that are forced into it, like pimped into it or like internationally no, no, trafficked different. or something you're a victim mm-hmm. that's different you're not like you're not a willing participant but even then even that comes with its, it's own luggage yeah Mm. That comes. That probably comes with worse luggage than the one that is consensually doing all of that, because right. it's like what what have the, you know what kind of damage, what kind of toll has been forced into sex work. What has that done done to you, your mind? You know what has that done to your beliefs about men, your expectations of men. Mm. You know your habits, some of the things that now turn you on, even if it's not conscious. But you know like. Things like that, all of that comes into play. You don't, you don't ever deal with person who never even experienced that kind of trauma before, and <laughs> the kind of hala we come with them. Now imagine somebody who's like <laughs> the healing from that one. You're sexu- essentially a sexu- sexual slave. Like all the walls that you have to bring down, everything that you have to deal with, what they have to work through in order to become a better person, and you know to fight all of that. So, right, um, you know, I don't want to be that person. Like if you find, because there's always that person that is willing to, you know, forgive all of that and just like move forward to the future and if you find that person like hold them tight but i'm just saying like if you make especially if you make that conscious decision you shouldn't be surprised when people are very cautious or just uninterested about you know building a future with you you know what i'm saying all right um, because while you can move on and become a better person unfortunately the past is not something that you can erase and you know it definitely Bro, we know our past experiences have made us into the people that we are today, today. one way or the other. It'll be very interesting to see this generation, like, sort of, like, 20, 30 years from now when, you know, because everyone grew up, like, our parents didn't really grow up with social media. Right. Maybe when we're, us were pretty young, maybe we didn't grow up with social media. Right. But these, everyone that's been born in social media era right now, I wonder how it'll be when this generation, our grandparents now, and their grandkids can see what their grandparents did 40 years ago from videos like even this podcast we're recording is gonna it's gonna live on the internet right? but that's one thing that i appreciate and that's why like you know i'm it's like a diary 
you know, in a way, it's like something you can always go back to and like see the growth, not just in the conversation, camera quality, all of that. Like it's right. it's, it's nice. Now, if you're if you're now doing only because now you know with the way the internet is now, your OnlyFans content is not just on your OnlyFans page. They go on tap and pirate them. They sell, they push them on Reddit for free. You know, one kind catfish accounts for only post them on their Twitter. So you might delete your page. <laughs> And then, person, maybe 20 years from now, person will come open Twitter account, vintage porn. Hmm. And your grandchild will come. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> and your grandchild will not run into you. Oh, man. You know, like, come carry for come, Granny, granny, what's going on? You may, know, that may, kind may, Maybe that type of stuff won't be as taboo. And I'm trying to play the devil's you know advocate. Because you're, you're there's right. No, it might, it there's, might not. There's no, there's no lady here, right, to, to talk for, to speak right. for women. Yeah. But maybe that stuff might not be as taboo. There are stuff that were they're extremely taboo in the 90s, but yeah, right it's now it's it might, getting... It might, it might be normalized. You know, normalized, this generation yeah. has a fixation on normalizing everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, that is very true. It could totally be a very normal thing, but it's just a question of, like, where are we headed as, you know, right. I guess as, as a generation or, or as, as, a, as a people, you know? And, you know, it's like, speaking of the people, um, another thing that has been happening recently, like, of course, we know that Hilda Bachi, everybody knows this. Is Bachi Abi Bachi? How did they take pronounce that I name? You the Bachi, and a Bachi at the top, maybe not Bachi. <laughs> you know, Bachi Bachi. It's a, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Um, but I think it was like last month she broke the Guinness. Uh, I think that they're supposed to like approve that or solidify it or verify or whatever, but. As far as we know, she broke the record for longest time spent cooking or something like that, right? Um, and I think she, how many hours? Do you guys remember how I many hours? I think she did 100? I, I, think, she went, like I think she went a little over 100. Can, uh, I think she went over 100. Like past three days or something. She, 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 went, she was going for a while. Right. Um, which was like a very huge feat. But like you could tell that there was some planning that went into it. Mm-hmm. Apparently she had been practicing. She had been planning this piece for like five years. Mm-hmm. You know, probably did some workouts, gym and stuff like, you know, reached out to brands. And, and there was a lot of support. There was a lot of great support for what it is that she was doing. Um, Nigerians even went as far as, because our people didn't meant They went as far as harassing the Indian lady who held the record previously in her Instagram, which was like totally unnecessary. But um, I guess we'll talk about the mentality of our people another day. Yeah, um, yeah some reports say 100 hours, some reports say 120 hours. 120. Mm-hmm. I think she went over 100 hours because she, I think she was trying to push for as long as possible. Um, so let's let's say it was 120. And now recently, within the last two, three weeks, there have been like two different people that have popped up uh mm-hmm. trying to break that record now there are those nigerians that are saying or more like you people are haters like why would you not even wait like guinness book has not actually added this piece of officially to their uh record book even though we also happen and everything right and you guys are now popping up and you want to break the record you won't even let the girl like uh, you know enjoy this feat that she just broke. like prior to this nobody nobody in the country was trying to do it not, not as far as we know and now she's gotten it now you people are trying to take that away from it. Then there are other people that are like, who gives a fuck? Like, is, you know, records are meant to be broken. Um, you know, like, they don't want anything. You know, like, like let them cook. <laughs> Literally and metaphorically. Right? So, oh, I, I wonder where do you guys stand in that part of the conversation? Everything that competi- <laughs> competi- competition, everything is a competition in Nigeria, man. Uh, didn't you guys have that um, discussion? Oh, I don't know if I was there where we were talking about how even in life, you know, 
<clears throat> one person's always trying to get that head yeah Nigerians are always trying to get over they're trying, trying to get like, their head on, on yeah of course you did this I can do it better than you did it so I'm going to show you and instead of just in that moment appreciating what the person did and as a person that's been supportive you know kind of getting answers or like you know different perspective of what they did so as to so as for you if you're trying to do the same thing or trying to replicate the same thing you could get that advice and kind of know how to maneuver it when you want to do it but at that moment the first thought that always pops in our mind is well he's not better than me she's not better than me so i i can do it more than her and i think part of this comes from our parents in a way because Mm. Well, if you remember, like, I would think everybody that grew up in an African household, you know, when your parents you come into the house and they're like, <coughs> let me see your report card, and they look at it, okay? Um, B plus, C plus. Your okay. mates that are getting A plus. Exactly, exactly. your mates that are getting A plus, and uh, A plus, A, do they have two words? And you, in your mind, subconsciously, just like, ah, but I passed now. Isn't it not what matters, me? So you look at that, you know, you, you probably don't even pay attention to it when you're young, like, but you start growing up and stuff and you start thinking about it in situations, jobs, um, mm. whatever it may be. Mm. And you've seen somebody that, that did something so great. And in your mind, you're like, man, I got to do it better than him because, you know, this is how I was raised. You no, know, this is what my parents taught me. Like, I can't just let him just win or like just get over me like that. So I've got to one up that person i've got to show them that you know i can do it better than they did it and i'm saying like it doesn't have to be that way right it doesn't have to be that way you could just be happy for the person right and just celebrate them in that moment and like i said take whatever it is advice that they may give you right so you can try to emulate what they did or do it your own way and still be successful Mm -hmm. there's enough space for everybody to eat and that's what nigerians don't understand or maybe just thinking there's enough space for everybody to cook too. So maybe, maybe <laughs> nice one. We'll, we'll, we'll turn the record. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Um, I'm curious. Where do you guys stand on on that part of the conversation? Uh, I feel like me personally. I just feel like they're always when when someone's successful in something, there's always going to be imitators. So uh, it's currently what is happening. Um, it's not going to be as easy. I'm for sure Idabachi had a lot of training. It was a commitment, tenacity, hard work to even get to that um, um, position or, right. or stage. So right. you are going to imitate, but it's going to be hard. It's like trying to replicate Jordan. Oh, Jordan played basketball and was successful. Let me try and replicate it too and also be successful. So I can. It's going to be hard. Like It's not an easy feat to cook for over 100 hours and you know have that. Even the rally, the support, everything that she got, it's going to be really, really hard to say you want to do the same thing too and achieve that. If you do, kudos to you. You know, free game is, uh, you can't say, oh, why should they, I don't think it's right to say, why should, yeah, should someone attempt. If it's something they genuinely have a mind to be like, oh, I can do this too and I can achieve this or surpass this. It's, a, it's you know, the, it's, it's, it's a free world. You, you have the right to compete at any level and, you know, try and succeed really gonna be difficult but you know kudos to you for trying but i just don't like the fact that like you're right a lot of like yeah Cody said like a lot of nigerians are just copycats and you just want to copy 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 so imitation is and if you're in there for that reason more than likely you'll be weeded out because you're not even gonna want you won't even have the media attention like that she did two you may not even have the willpower to stay that long and cooking so you know good luck to you while you try Good luck, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of the people who are tracking after 
good luck one or Buhari one who are trekking from Abuja to Bayelsa <laughs> and stuff. But I, I really don't see anything wrong with it, my my opinion, because um, imitation is kind of like the best form of flattery, right, in my opinion. Like, regardless, if it takes Guinness a, a while to confirm, you know, the effort, like they're still trying to, you know, take six weeks or whatever to confirm Hilda's effort, it means that they're going to you're gonna confirm Hilda's own before hers, regardless. And even if Hilda holds that position for a week or two, like she still had the previous record, even if it's broken, of being the longest Kukaton. Um, so I really don't see anything wrong with it personally. Like, hey, like they can attempt. Like copying is the best form of flattery, in my opinion. When Ashake came with the chorus... Um, um, crowd it? vocals the crowd vocals like yeah. everyone started copying that it's the best form of fire when mr easy slowed it down uh with the tempo everyone slowed down that tempo but he was the first to do it like nice. everyone like we're, we're pretty much on this podcast right now because i'm sure you listened to some podcasts in the past that inspired you to start this right. podcast so right. like i feel like that's the best form of meditation uh, of um flattery and just like how um the indian chef i forget what her name was yeah, was graceful and, you know, when Hilda was trying to break her record of saying, oh, I support Hilda, I wish, you know, I support you in trying to break my record. Hilda has also been graceful and has spoken up uh, for, you know, Dami, I think, in particular, and said, that, oh, like, she supports her. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, she oh, has. Okay, okay. It, was, it was recent, though. I think it was just today she tweeted. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So, you know, if Hilda has no problem with it, you know, I have no problem with it. And to me, like, that's the best form of flattery. Like, great people are always trying to replicate themselves because that's your the, the, your legacy at the end of the day. And that's yeah. why I have so much respect for Olamide because regardless of how big Bernard or Wiz or maybe David is, maybe David to an extent has brought up people like Mayoko and all these other guys, yeah. but yeah. Olamide has, has brought up people who are greater than him in a sense, you know. So that's the true true sense of a true leader. You, you bring up people who go for yeah, to do to do better things. So I don't really see any problem with it. I just think people are just, you know, Making too much of a fuss. Yeah, so what? Someone else is trying to do it. Hilda inspired them. Uh, so what? Like, you know. Yeah. So. I, th I think part of it is also just in the amount of time that. Oh, right, right. right, right. Like, yeah, it's, right. Un yeah, it's sure. understandable if, like, yeah. somebody started doing this, like, maybe, like, a year later or something. Like, oh, yeah. and come on, like, oh, well, I was inspired by Hilda. And Hilda says it, like, okay, you know, that's, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm able to inspire you. But the stuff just happened where, like, one month ago, how many months ago? Uh, yeah, probably, probably not, not, not even a full month. It's not even a full yeah, month. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, then this, I feel like it's not even one person. It's like a couple people trying to do the cooker turn. Yeah. It's, yeah. just, it's just weird. Like, that's, I think that's the part that people have a problem with. Like, it's weird. Like, I think just, that timing definitely, there's a nasty kind of tint to it. Yeah, right? Yeah. So of course, you can't tell people, uh, you can't tell people how to be ambitious and what they should go for and what, but it's just like, you know, Guinness books have never really come out come talk say about this speed on you know, and you're already trying to like yeah. beat it. You know what I'm saying? Because that kind of thing, let's be honest, yes, even though as a, a fellow Nigerians they don't owe her anything just for being Nigerian. But there's a sense of like national pride, you right. know, that comes with doing stuff like that. Right? So it, it feels like and I saw one one babe the babe that because I think there's a guy doing it, right? And then there's a babe or something like that. The babe was tweeting things like saying like and I don't know if maybe this was a catfish account or you know, and I'm I apologize if that's the case. But from what I saw, an account that looked like it belonged to the babe was saying soft stuff like, Oh, like if she dressed the way Linda Bachi dresses, that people would support her more. 
you know like some hating ass shit like that like and it's just like yo what does that have to do so for me i'm just like i look at it like okay it's not even from a place of oh i'm inspired it's like an envious like you know like how you like maybe you you, you don't ever see guys or, or have mutual friends where it's like maybe a guy or you, maybe you pull the babe and then you now see maybe your guy is trying to toast the same babe or them to the angle you know it's just that kind of like weird like it's like you know there's a line between inspiration and just like envy and trying you know and trying to like have what somebody else has and for some reason this doesn't feel very wholesome do you get i think maybe if the conversation were different from a place of or more like i'm inspired by what hilda did and i want to replicate it like i feel like it's even disrespectful self to think that you can just up and do what this babe just did losing sleep the sickness and everything that like being on your feet for as long as because those are all things that came into that came as a caveat to being able to break that record right so you like and this babe has done all that planning and you just pop up out of nowhere not even a month after she broke the record and you feel like you want to surpass it like you're not saying oh let me see how long i can do my but it's like oh i'm setting out to beat yeah and it's just like bro this record has existed like you know you see you know what i'm saying so there's a part of it that just feels very nasty so i get both sides of the conversation um yeah and people might even say like uh with the inspiration thing why why put a timeline like why wait a year why would they yeah, to, like, to show to but my thing is like okay if you say don't wait a year like let's not put a timeline and if you're inspired right away yeah go for it like and all that stuff but it's like part of being inspired is also understanding what you're doing right understanding the logistics of it like you were saying earlier yeah. either probably had gone to the gym to do workouts and Definitely, stuff for yeah. you to be standing for that long cooking and doing all the, the hand movements and all the even things the that aesthetic self like just the look of like, the arrangement of everything you know it takes planning yeah. it yeah. takes understanding like the process of how each you know how each food would be cooked and all that stuff and to, for you to just think oh man i seen her do it so i'm just I'm, I'm just up 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 and go and just do it the same way that she did it but you don't have no 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 guidance or nothing to follow you haven't even talked to somebody that did it you just came off the fact that you were jealous of you know somebody having that record and you just want to one up her oh, yeah. and why, show. why are you assuming why are you assuming they were jealous though like that's that's well, why that's, can't that's, the way, that's, that's the, the way that's the way it feels right. it, it doesn't feel genuine because like i said it has if you really been inspired by someone at least for me if i say i'm inspired by someone i would at least want to talk to them right um, and if I cannot have any access to them, I at least want to watch videos of them and I kind of understand like their thought process. Look, how did you go about this? Like, you know, what challenges did you face? You know, so Acknow- I can the acknowledgement part of right. So I can better respect. prepare myself to want to do the same thing. Like, I don't have anything with you know competing and you know want to be on the same level or want to do something better than somebody. Like, that's not that's an issue. But if you're gonna be inspired by someone, at least know what you're doing, right? You know, don't just go there blindly because oh man. They did it, and ultimately, I just think I can do it. But I don't have nothing to follow. I'm just going off of what I know, and you know, we can never know everything. Nobody can ever know anything. Right. So, like I said, like if you, if the, if the lady had gone to Hilda and be like, okay, I talked to Hilda, and you know, she gave me tips on what to do and how to follow this and that, that would have been a different story. I didn't hear anything about that, so I don't know if she did. So I don't want to assume, but it's just the fact that when the thing happened, it was just like right away. Or right. like maybe a couple weeks ago, people just started. I'm pretty sure there's more than one person doing that cook a ton right now. It's more than I, one mean, I mean, it's, it's human nature, though. I yeah, mean, it is, I'll it be is. 
Eldian tribesmen went to Alaba first before you know the whole industry started going to Alaba. Um, P Square started shooting videos in South Africa, then everyone started shooting their videos in South Africa. Ashaka started using crowd vocals, everyone started using crowd vocals. Like to me, it's just flattery and inspiration. Like I don't think it's that deep, but that's uh, no, that I, I get what you're saying, and I think and I think the difference is like. It's not, with, with those things, right? Okay, you, you, you're the first to do, like. It's kind of, it's stamped. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's like okay. Mm, so this hasn't been certified. This, is, this, this hasn't, hasn't even been, been certified. Just, right. This is like you're breaking a record. I mean, this is also the social media generation where things are microwave. Yeah, everything so is happening quickly. You know, at least with Ashake now, nobody can come out and say, oh, wasn't that? You know, like, okay, for example, Ashake is doing his thing, right? And there are other artists, like Bernard has done crowd vocals, T.Y. and all that stuff and, and stuff like that. But we can tell they are inspired by Ashake because Ashake is the one that, he's not the first artist to ever do it, but he brought that back, like, right. you know, that usage of it. Then you have somebody like a Shea Vibes who now started singing in a similar pattern. Then everybody was like, yeah, what do you do? It feels like you're, like, lifting what this guy did. And it has now caused some kind of like friction between both artists, where it's like there's that constant conversation, like you know, say vibes is a bend down select, Ashake, and da, 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 da. <laughs> right. So there's a way, select. there's a way you go, you go about certain things that is just like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, right. like it just feels like, oh this is not even you paying homage to this person. It's more like you just want to have what that, like you want to take it away. Right. You get like. Nosa is the first person to have a Nigerian podcast or something or produce a Nigerian podcast. Then me as this guy, I'll now stand up and say, okay, within one week, I'll go produce three Nigerian podcasts. <laughs> Even if you, you like, you're my guy, so but you still, I'm sure there's a part of you that will just be like, like, really, dude? Like, just... Right. You've, right. Had, you have, you've had all the time in the world to, to do if this is what you wanted, like, and now you want to... You know what I'm saying? So... Again, there's that very thin line between envy, and you know we know how your average Nigerian is as well. You know the, that whole saying, "I better pass my neighbor." is a thing. It's a Nigerian thing. People who they see their their neighbor want a more generator, they want to buy a bigger one. <laughs> like it's 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 definitely a thing, and I feel like that's what this is because again, there's no respect, there's no homage in it, and again, they don't have to do that, but it's just you know it's a courtesy, you know, to do that kind of thing. But again, at the end of the day, there's no law that is stopping them from. Doing this made a fire down. If he do him, if he is here, that's what they so we'll see. We'll see what happens at the end of the day, right? You know, I don't think they're going to be. I'll be highly shocked if they do, or if that's if what they do, if they do it and then what they do gets validated. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely feel like it's gonna be very hard to replicate because what yeah. people don't understand is you don't become a Jordan overnight, <laughs> it takes good work. Like when, yeah. when you love actually started getting the fame, I didn't know her personally before. But I started like reading about her story. You find out she was, she didn't just stand up and say, "Oh, I'm going to." She has been cooking for a bit. I'm pretty sure even before she did the cookathon, it was years of practice. Okay, can I get it? Was my stamina going? Intentionality as well. You have to be very. It's like training for the Olympics. You don't wake up one day and like. She she actually did a test run. She did. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like you don't just wake up and say, "Hey, I want to." compete at the olympics it doesn't work that way it's yeah. years and years and years Practice. the fact that people are just now catching on to it and celebrating you now 
there's been years of behind the scene hard work. That's what yes. people don't understand. So for you yes. to say, oh, I want to start now, you are literally going to start from the level of where maybe Hidabashi started from like 10 years ago. Then So you can't beat the record. Mm. So it's stamina. She's learned. She's understood. She's gone through the process. She's gone through the you know the fire and brimstones to now become Hidabashi today. So good luck trying. It's really going to be hard to beat is what I feel. So good yeah. luck. And I think that's a very big reason why it just feels nasty. Yeah. Because if you had respect for this craft, you know, if it's just about the record, mm-hmm. you would take, you would do your due gil- diligence. Do you get what I'm saying? Like organize your, like you run it, not just. How again. do you know she didn't do her due diligence? Because there's, there's, because no, no, no. aesthetics are just the, not this, the same. No, these things, these things are not. These things are not a coincidence. Like right. you don't just okay, Hilda did her own. Then within two three weeks, all of a sudden, like you just had this idea to and like the idea has been in the works right and you've put in the effort and done the research for a cookathon like come on that record was sitting by itself for a long time no but the first the first the first year tony hawk did uh what what was the spin he he did in the x games i think the 360 spin tony hawk with the skateboard like the next year someone like just because he did it the first time and even with the marathon i think the first time someone ran a marathon under a certain time limit everyone now knew it was possible that everyone started to try to beat but the, that again thing. again it would be different if somebody came three days later and it, because oh, that's so all the be, timing it's just that, boils but, down but, to the timing right and it's not just it's not just that it's the timing the timing is a part of it right but again like the respect towards this record mm. do you get what i'm saying if it was genuinely about breaking the record like we've all acknowledged right. cooking for that long is not something that you just get up and do you collapse mm. you might end up in a coma because the exhaustion, like, you know, the toll is to take on your body. Right. All, like, all of that stuff. Right? The mental stress and all of that. Right. Be somebody that puts in that practice. This is a record that requires a certain amount of work. <coughs> we can safely assume that these people have not put in that kind of effort. So, again, if it's about the record, you would have put in that work. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, if it's about one-upping somebody, then, of course, you don't have... And I'm not saying you have to have the fancy cutlery. And I've seen pictures. It looks scanty. That's, that has nothing to do with the record. The record, I say you don't cook. It's not asking about how aesthetically uh, pleasing it is. So, right. you know, that's what's up. But again, you can't, these are, these are not people, I'm pretty sure, these are not people that have had this pee in their mind, like, since, like, oh, oh, I'm going to do this thing, or, like, I put in the work, like, to say, okay, I can do this. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Like, if a LeBron, if a LeBron is practicing 10, 10, you know, 10 hours in the design, you just... Yeah, I'll do it in two. Like, it's just like, again, that's what feeds into that whole feeling of you're just trying to warm up the beep. Nobody like, say, you know. Right. um, You know, that kind of beep. I hear you. I mean, but I mean, she doesn't make it like history won't remember her, right? Like, if she doesn't do it the right way, like you're saying, like, we'll only keep remembering Hilda, right? Ten years from now, we'll remember the You know what? You're you're absolutely right. But what happens if they somehow, if one of these people somehow beats that record? Uh, again, like I healed out, hold it for two weeks. The, uh, then the, the new. I think doesn't Guinness Book have like a <laughs> I have know. a certain? I, I I read somewhere that they have a rule like the, the holder has to like the holder gets to keep on to that record for at least a year or something before somebody else is allowed to attempt attempt it. I don't know the rules, so I I, I read that somewhere, and if that is true, then I can see why they would do that. So that you don't just have people just popping up overnight. I doubt. I doubt if they'll do that because they want to give everyone the fair chance to. No, I think there's some kind of one like rule. I think there's a rule for like when you yeah, can yeah. attempt it. Yeah. One year. I think. I think, think, so. I think the year. Yeah. yeah. I think. I think but I. But like I feel that. like that's fair. I think I've heard something. Like if that somebody went out of their way to break a record, they should. 
it's it was only fair that they should be able to hold on to it for at least a year. A year. And yeah. and within a year, any any real contenders can pop up, and it's like fair play if you actually you get like imagine say you break record now and that person don't even give you one week. <laughs> They don't, they don't collect, Just break right? up. They don't come break the one he said. Right, 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 Ah, I feel like I had something, one other topic in, in mind, and it's somehow skipping my mind right now. Well, we're about to break the record for the longest podcast, longest podcast recording. <laughs> what was I about to talk about? Oh, okay, yes. Uh, the politics part of it, right? Um, are you guys down to have a political conversation? I'm I'm curious. I, my body has kind of been scratching me to do that, but we've also addressed some of like the major issues going on in Nigeria, like recently on the podcast. I guess there's not that much to talk about right now. Tinubu is president already. Mm-hmm. Um, shout, shout out to him. still in court, so I guess we're we're just waiting to see what happens with that. I guess I want to ask you guys: What do you guys think the chances are of of uh, of uh, the court overturning this uh, presidential result. <laughs> Very slim. Very slim. Yeah, I don't see anything. <coughs> I don't see anything um really changing, just because of how far the thing is dragged out. Um, which is unfortunate. But I, one thing I do admire is Peter Zobi's uh resiliency or uh, resiliency or however you say resilience. That yeah. Resilience. Like he's very determined. Um, to make sure that he sees this through. And I think Nigeria needs that. You know, they need somebody that at least going to the uh, to the office and trying to hold that position is showing us that, you know, regardless of whatever it is that's going on or whatever the results may be, still try to fight it to the right and logical conclusion and make sure that we stand for what's right and just don't fall for anything. So um, I appreciate that, but I just don't think... It's gonna change anything. The country is too corrupted. The system is too damaged. Um, and you should just throw the whole country away. Yeah, man. Just wash it inside rice. <laughs> wash it with rice, okay? Just rinse them, Yo. you know. <laughs> and it start all over again. There's right. this one video that I was watching. The guy was just like, "We need to just burn everything down. Just you know." Just oh yeah, just start over. Again. Turn it, turn it again. You know, there's there's no point. All right, real quick. You guys think to know better or worse than Buhari? <laughs> Remains to be seen. I, right now, I don't know. Don't Remains know. to be seen. It's hard to say, but yeah. I think it, it, uh, like it's hard to say. I don't really. You don't want to. Like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, that's a very nice subject. It's hard to say. Okay. Okay. Well, I've said on this podcast. If I, if I was to pick uh, two of better evils, the thing is, if people you think would be ah, this one would be bad. Like you know, sometimes like some people, some people know me personally. Some people thought Buhari would be better than Jonathan, <laughs> but look at how that turned out. So it's really hard to say with these guys. I actually think Tinubu will be worse, but you know, it'll, again, yeah, we'll, it could we'll, be. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll time see. will tell. Time, time will absolutely tell. I mean, it's already causing a lot of chaos within like what, like two weeks. <laughs> uh, the whole subsidy thing has already like right. put the country in in a very interesting place, and then he also suspended the CBN governor um, this past week. So and, he, he and has Baba the is in DSS custody. He has the power to do that. No, that, and that's the thing. It's it's not it's not lawful. So <laughs> so this is where we're starting off. But this is somebody that used unlawful means to get into the position. So I can't expect him to follow the law. Nobody should expect him. Yeah, in the same way the people they talk say, oh God, God will help him to be a good leader. He used <laughs> ungodly means right. to gain power. It's now that he will like, invite God into his life. Come on, man. Um, all right, so to wrap up again, um, we've talked about, you know, a bunch of things, but we've also talked about, like, the youngins and the music in the country right now. Um, 
and one thing that is definitely happening because the music is hot is that western you know uh interest right when i say western i mean specifically like white people uh being interested <laughs> in our music right on the management part of things on the ownership part of things so we're seeing a lot of foreign labels um even though years ago though i think j jay-z and j electronica jay-z's and j electronica to come and look into doing it, like a def jam west africa type thing i don't know how that quite worked out but now we're seeing like labels like empire you know uh more involved um sony is more involved you know in that scene we're seeing like uh, copyright as far as like sampling uh, sample clearance and just like you know song rights protection and all, all of that stuff like is being taken uh more seriously right um even though our industry is still somehow like 10 years maybe 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 even more than that behind in a lot of ways uh do you guys see this be, is this the new colonization or is this like a, or is this a good thing for the industry like what do you guys think about that say i can go first i would say it has its pros and cons personally okay. uh pros are definitely brings development to the industry brings funds i think you have to speak into the mic yeah, yeah. okay sorry um yeah i would say it it's it's uh what's it called it has its pros and cons it's like kind of like a gift and a curse at the same time um one being yes it does bring pumping money to the industry helps the industry grow it gives the necessary recognition helps afro beats as a genre and other genres of nigerian music travel across you know africa west africa and the rest to other parts of the world where it can be appreciated gets artists paid it does bring you know substantial development to the music nigerian music industry mm-hmm. the flip side is when you're not the player involved like you know we don't have enough our own african brothers and sisters nigerian brothers and sisters that as active players involved mm-hmm. when i mean active players that are not just on the receiving side but also as stakeholders in the investment mm-hmm. side we definitely need those investors as part of the thing right now we like we, you know we're talking about this briefly before the podcast someone like a don jazzy for example we also even has foreign investors anyway is one of the only few people most of the record labels that tried to start in the beginning have kind of like fizzled out like um empire made by banky w Maybe Chocolate City is still, you know, around doing stuff, you know, but it's just very few. You can only kind of like structured industry. I'm not talking about those. They have an apartment and Yahoo Boys are, <laughs> Yahoo boys are doing something. Those, like, those kind of yeah, off the book investors. Off the book, you know. I'm yeah. talking about structured, like they have a structure, they have a team, they have a around, they have something like that. They are no more than maybe two or three in Nigeria currently, Damn. which is really sad. Damn. And I just see a big play of what happened in the U.S. back in the... 80s 90s when hip-hop was really taking off like you know mainstream wise yeah. uh, and how you know investors for like you know the, the you know a certain racial group <laughs> came in pooped money into it did it help hip-hop grow absolutely did it take hip-hop far absolutely but at the same time you the know, dividends were in the, their pockets yeah the dividends came to their pocket i feel like yeah. the artists benefited less a lot of like artists, especially dance. I know now much artists are much smarter about their contracts now. But back in the day, you know, they really didn't profit financially or on the long term. Yeah. You know, so I just feel that like that kind of play is gonna come again in Nigeria if we are not careful. If we don't start taking our own investment, no matter how small, mm-hmm. we have to start investing in our own industry and trying to like learn from these guys. Because one thing about me is I'll tell you, listen, if someone knows better than me in something, I'm open to learning. I can shadow that person like, okay, what are these guys doing? How are they doing it? How are they distributing this music what is their process learn that and just replicate it in 
as as your own in your own small way even if you can set up your own label or your own distribution network of just two artists and you're managing that way you are contributing to that stake and you're ensuring that 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 the funds or the whatever investment that you're making over the long term can stay in in, in that and we can build our own so that no one will come tomorrow and just control it because what will happen is that we wake up one day and these racial group will just control everything mm. in that industry and dictate mm. how right. it has to go mm. so as an entertainment guy yourself like is there anything that we in the diaspora can do to kind of like help fix this or is it just is it in the hands of those people that are on ground to like kind of take ownership of you know what's going on yeah we, i feel like we just gotta play the game to in some degree or capacity like we do even what you're doing this is a form of ownership like it's your thing it's your yeah. podcast you're the yeah. one pushing it you yeah. s- telling the story narrating it's some form of control it doesn't have to be all financial Correct. but we have to somehow control like you are controlling the media in your own in your own way Right. And as it this continues to grow, because God continues to bless your effort and the things like continues to grow, you control that media space. So you can somehow, inf- you can inf- not somehow, you will influence in that way. So it's just things like this. We all know, is doing a culture class and other ways. What I'm doing with my entertainment and events, there are some form of controlling. Then when we start getting to that financial position, we're like, all right, we got enough bread. We can now start diversifying. So, okay, let's own our own labels, for example, if that interests any of us, or let's do this and do that. And that's how you start taking ownership. Um, so those are the type of steps I think are, are necessary for us in the diaspora and even people in Nigeria to kind of like play. We gotta play. We gotta be in the game. We gotta play in some shape or form. If it's true media, if it's true, it doesn't have to be out on the record label. It could be I own the biggest media. I'm grow- I'm working to grow the biggest podcast platform in the African continent, and that's how we can you know have some kind of like say in our industry. Uh, I like that, man. I think I think you you answered those couple questions perfectly. Um, unless anybody has anything else to add, this has been another dope episode of the Regular Show podcast. I appreciate you guys for coming through, man. You know, for the drinks, the company, the entertainment, Kredi, you had a rough day today. I appreciate <laughs> you for still showing up for me. Uh, as long as long as we go to church and we pray to God, we can never have a rough day, man. That's yeah, very shout important. out to the religious cats. Wow. <laughs> 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 religious cats. <laughs> this meow. Enter <laughs> Bible. Go tell Job. Say no get rough day. Because Job no one yet. All right. With that, we wrap up another dope episode. We'll catch you guys next time. All right. Y'all be safe. Thanks, guys. Uh, this was great. I love this. I appreciate yeah. you guys Thank again. You. Thank, Thank you. you.